people, what's going on and welcome back to the Arsenio Bug Show. I'm actually in the dungeon right now and I told you guys I would be giving you guys an episode of course on Tony Robbins today. But guys, I have failed greatly because there is something that's even more important than finance. That's right. I'm diving back into an easy way to become a good conversationalist. Of course, a chapter. Chapter number four in Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. You know what? One of my students, he mentioned this to me while I was teaching him about conversation gambits. So here we go. Here we go. That, that's a word. That's a word for you guys. Now, of course, I could make this into an ESL podcast, an English language learning podcast, but that's, this is much, much further down the line, probably next year. So you guys are going to have to wait for that. But you know what? What I really want to focus on is the word gambit. A gambit, as defined in the book, it says something that you say or do in an attempt to gain an advantage. Now, not to gain an advantage for your own personal well-being, but a gain an advantage over the person's the uh, over the other person's psychic or psyche, whatever you want to call it. Now, let me give you an example. So there was this guy speaking on the radio, right? And this guy on the radio was like, hey, do you mind if I read your newspaper? And the guy says, oh, he stutters a little bit. He's a little bit adamant. And he's like, oh, um... Yeah, sure. Go on ahead. And of course, he starts reading the newspaper and the guy who he borrowed the newspaper from, he looked at the section that the guy was looking at and he's like, oh, you're team one, huh? And then he says, oh, excuse me. He said, you're team one. Yeah. And then boom, that's called the gambit. He actually throws something out there. Now, of course, there's the initiation. The initiation is probably the most difficult part because you're initiating the conversation. But, of course, the gambit is the one where they just, they, they literally just fall for whatever you're trying to do. And no, this isn't in terms of sales. Okay, this is in terms of just becoming a very good conversationalist. So, let's put it into this perspective. I work out at a gym. And just yesterday, remember, I was telling you guys, oh, I didn't tell you guys the story. So, basically, there's this girl that works out there, right? And I remember recently she told me that, you know, she was part Thai and part Iranian. And while I was looking at her, I was like throwing little different cues out there because we work out together. There's three of us and there's one trainer, right? And so after that, um, but at the very, very beginning, I was like, hey, so I haven't seen you here in a while. What's going on? And she told me, you know, her duration and whatnot. And I was like, oh, so you, and she told me, of course, her nationality again. And then she told me what I did. And now, when you ask me what I do, oh, that's, that's it right there. Because I capture the attention immediately. Like, I'm not just a, oh, I teach. No, I'm a teach. I'm a coach. I'm a mentor. I'm a writer. I'm a speaker. I'm a YouTuber. I'm this. I'm that. I'm so many different things. And they're like, oh, my God. But that wasn't the gambit. The gambit was that after, of course, the workout, giving her a high five and everything, she came out of course, of the restroom while I came out at the same time. And she looked at me. She looked at what I was wearing. She was like, ooh, and we both did it at the same time because we were both aroused, I guess you could say, if you will, of each other's appearance. And I said, you know what? If you did not have a husband, I would come after you. And she's like, oh, I don't have a husband. And I said, boom, just like that. See, the, the thing is, I could throw little, I don't know what it is. It's kind of, a lot of people would say this is kind of like throwing bait out there to catch but also, there are different things that you can use in terms of not being thirsty. Now, let me give you an example of being thirsty. Now, a lot of American men are thirsty because they do not know the sense or any sense of how to approach women. They go after their own personal, their own person, you know, what they want to do, what they want to achieve. Of course, what a lot of men out there do want to achieve. 
So they say, hey, baby, you beautiful. Hey, baby, you sexy. Hey, baby, you're this. Hey, baby, you're that. You've lost already. You've lost because that woman already knows what you are after. So there are different things, okay? This is why you have to be very, very profound in the world of topics and whatnot. So let me go over some of these. Now, first, of course, it all, de- it all depends based on setting. So I could give you an example for, of course, the airport. There was a woman sitting at the bar. I sit down. First thing, okay, got the initiation. Excuse me, is anyone sitting here? No, go right on ahead. Oh, thank you so much. And then, of course, I talk to him, the guy, and I say, hey, can I get a Long Island? Yeah, no problem. And then either but her or I, if I'm interested, of course, I, in whatever she's doing, she could be reading a newspaper, she's going to be reading a book, and this is the gambit. Because she could be reading a Napoleon Hill book, and I'd be like, you know what? I think lesson number 11, initiative and leadership, is everything. It's the most critical lesson that all of humankind needs to know about. She's like, oh, my God, you know Napoleon Hill? I was like, I breathe Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill means everything to me. Boom, that's it. That's the initi- that wasn't the initiator. Of course, the initiator was me sitting down, and then I realized that she was reading the book, and then boom, just like that, there goes the gambit. See, guys, I'm telling you, you got to – this is how you observe. You have to be very observant because if you're not observant, you don't know what's going on around you. Now, of course, I could ask her the general question and say, hey, so where are you traveling? That's, that's bullshit. That's not a gambit. That's not a gambit. A gambit is something that they're doing at that specific time or in the setting to whereas you can use it towards your advantage. So, of course, this could be – you know what? To be honest with you, I'm going to give you an example of a failed gambit. Now, Thai women, they're very, very good at gambits. And you know what? To be honest with you, I believe that, of course, living in another country, it's the easiest way to become a conversationalist because you're not from the country. So, of course, if I'm living in Thailand, well, obviously, I am living in Thailand, they're going to be like, hey, so where are you from? America. Oh, my God. Where? Las Vegas. Boom. Gamble. They talk about gambling. That's the gambit. And, of course, I never bite that. But I do end up prolonging the conversation, and that's what the goal is. Whether you're a man, a girl, whatever it is, I'm just trying to teach you how to become a good conversationalist and, of course, a listener. So if you look at it this way, especially in terms of traveling, in terms of this or in terms of that, you can say, oh, you know what? I couldn't help but notice you have a lot of photos of elephants. Did you go to Africa? Oh, my God. Yes. I'm like, what part? Tanzania. Oh, my God. I was in the Serengeti last month. And now this could be both true and false because if she says, oh, my God, I was in Serengeti. Where did you stay? And I'd be like, oh, well, uh, don't lie. Do not lie to take advantage of the other person. A gambit is to, of course, exploit the topic of a conversation and go with it. So you got topics, of course. These are the top. First and foremost, I need to tell you what topics you need to stay away from. Religion in America is like the worst topic ever. Because why? Of course, a lot of Americans believe in God. And the thing is, those people, those Americans that believe in God, they're called Christians. And those Christians, they truly and wholeheartedly believe that Muslims are the act of the devil. That's just the perception. That's the perception that the media has embedded on their conscious mind, and it has become a program in their subconscious mind, and they cannot take it out, or they do not want to take it out. So stay away from religion. Stay away from personal life. Okay? You're not going to go up to a, you know, a person of the opposite sex or whatever, or even the same sex. doesn't matter. And say, hey, so are you married? That is ridiculous. Now, again, I need to hurry up and show you what a bad gambit is. Now, it's very easy for Thai women to talk to me, okay? I remember, uh, let's say, another example. This just happened last week on a Friday, I think. 
Was it a Friday? Can't remember. But it was a Friday. I was standing in line, and this girl glanced at me two times, and she looked very, very disturbed. And no, uh, the the lady just ran by or something like that. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, Ben, I like up. And I told her, you know, that means what happened? She's like, and she started speaking to me in English. And then I try to make sense of all, I try to make a joke, of course, of the situation saying, oh, damn, I have a car too. And she started laughing. I was like, I'm going to go to the other line. She's like, okay. And then that's it. That's the end of it. Didn't really throw anything out there. Didn't want to prolong the conversation, but we ended up going on our married way. Now, let me get back to the bad gambit. When I was living in the north of Bangkok, there was a girl, right? Initiator. She comes up to me. She's like, oh, you're a teacher. I said, yes, I am a teacher. She's like, do you have a girlfriend? That is about the personal life. That's number one. Number two, the thing is I already know where she's going to go with this. Do you have a girlfriend? That means she is interested. If that's her second or third question, that means she is interested. Could you imagine being in America and be like, hey, how you doing? All right. Are you from around here? Do you have a boyfriend? That is absolutely absurd. If you ask that in any opposite sex or whatever or any business setting whatsoever, stay away from the personal life. Okay, you can end up talking about that later. Remember that little gambit I threw at the girl, the woman yesterday, right? I said, you know what? If you didn't have a husband, oh my god! And you know what? She blushed and everything. She's like, I don't have a husband. I was like, you do now, <laughs> guys. Religion is bad. Okay, personal life is bad. The weather—that's basically for small talk. And of course, that is yeah, that's a small talk. That's not a gambit whatsoever. Okay, the opposite sex that could be good in some situations, but not that good money, is actually very, very personal in, of course, uh, the American culture. Okay, local attractions, very easy business. Okay, that's good. It just all depends on the setting. If you're in an art gallery, okay, if you're in an art gallery, of course you're going to be like, excuse me, I really don't know what this is. Can you please explain to me what you see? You see what I mean? It's not small talk. I'm not going to say, hey, how you doing? No, she doesn't give a damn. You already know how she's doing. She's at the art gallery. Okay? Now, if you see another foreigner or, you know, I really don't talk to foreigners out here in Thailand. But there are instances where I'm standing in line and someone, you know, creates a conversation. And, you know, of course, they always ask, where are you from? I say America. They say, oh, America. How long have you been here? Oh, I've been here five years. What do you do? Boom, that's it. That's my personal gambit. They ask me a question where they're ultimately, I already know, I got them. And when you get them, that's it. You're in. In terms of the conversation. I'm not talking about anything else. All right? Don't get it twisted. I'm just telling you by the sake of simple conversation. Now, of course, there are a lot of different things. You know, um, what is it in Malaysia? Malaysia, Malaysia, Malaysia. Did I meet some people out there in Malaysia? I probably did. No. Oh, yeah. The girl, of course, at the front desk, she was like, hey, so are you here for business? I'm like, oh, I've been here before this, that, this, that. Of course, she wasn't really interested. She was just like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I just need your money. Okay, conversation dead, done, finished. All right. There was another. Ah, this is another one. When I was at the train station, there was a Malaysian girl. She said, excuse me. That's the initiator. She's like, does that train go to Central? I was like, that is a very good question. She's like, I'm going to go over and ask. And I said, you go on and do that. And, of course, she came back down. I said, so what's the deal? She said, oh, yeah, we have to wait 25 minutes. I said, that is a shame. Boom, end of conversation. Of course, I'm not going to throw something else out there because I'm not interested. Now, of course, if there was something behind that, or if I say, you know what, why are you going to, oh, so what brings you here? No, because I already heard her accent. She's from Malaysia. That's the end of it. So, again, guys, there are a lot of different ways you could take it. Um,
And it's and remember that, that that little thing. Now, of course, becoming a good listener and whatnot. Remember the whole situation. I'm gonna give you a situation, right? Right out of a right out of uh, Dale Carnegie's book. Okay, he said Dale Carnegie and this other person was sitting down. There was a guy by the name of Lowell Thomas, right? And I think he was sitting down beside another woman, and he sat down on the sofa, and he, you know, basically she turned around. And they were talking about Africa, and this is why Americans are very, very good at using gambits. Because I can tell you right now, if I'm at the international airport and I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm going to Singapore, everyone is glued in. Everyone's asking questions. And this is what I love so much about Americans. It's not that we're nosy. It's that we're, we're very interested in other people's lives. And we have the tendency, of course, living vicariously. I remember there was a nasty couple that I met in Hawaii. I'm going to get back into the book. But there was a nasty couple. The guy was like, hey, man, I couldn't help but notice that you had some Japanese lettering. I was like, yeah, I just came back from Japan. His wife gave me a disgusting look. Of course, both Caucasians. She looked at me like, uh, what are you doing in Japan? Like she had no sense of the outside world. So I talked to him for a little bit, and he did not prolong the conversation. Get out of here. They disappeared. Done it. You see what I mean? There are some ways, you, you, and you got to know when something's going cold. I drop conversations completely. If I feel that someone's getting uncomfortable, I cut it, change topic, and make them laugh. And that's what I'm good at because I can make people laugh instantly, instantaneously out here, of course, in Thailand. Now, of course, in America, they laugh at different things, okay? Everyone has a different sense of humor. So we're going to get back into the book. So here we go. Boom. Lady turns around. <gasps> oh, my God. You've been to Africa? And, of course, you know, Dale Carnegie was trying to prolong this. And he was, well, actually, Dale Carnegie said this to the woman. You've been to Africa. Guys, Africa, that's it. You win. And he was like, how interesting. I've always wanted to see Africa, but I never got the chance. You know, I, was, I only stayed once in Algiers. Tell me, what did you do in the big country? She's, and, of course, he went on and on and on. He was asking all the follow-up questions, and he just became an excellent listener at that very moment. And she spoke for 45 minutes about Africa. See, it's kind of like the other time. Um, oh, my God. This was by the name of Gloria. I love these stories, man. I'm just such an – boy, I got storytelling for days. Uh, there was a girl by the name of Gloria. And, oh, my God, I loved me some Gloria. Now, the first time I met her, now I just hate her. Uh, we're still friends, obviously. She's a dental hygienist out there in Las Vegas. First time I met her was in a jack-in-a-box across the street from the college. There was a girl by the name of Brie there, okay? Three girls, three dental hygienists. Beautiful uniforms, saw Gloria, Latina. I'm like, ooh, okay, whatever. And I went over there, and Brie started talking to me. Hey, so Arsenio, so you're, you went to Australia. And I'm like, yeah, I went to Australia. Boom, Gloria, she used something. She's like, oh, my God, I've been to Costa Rica, so you travel abroad? I'm like, yes, I'm planning on moving to Australia. <gasps> oh, my God. And we went back and forth for five minutes. She's like, hey, so do you have a number? She asked me for my number. Oh, yeah, that means she's real interested. But anyways, me and Gloria ended up having and still have today a very, very wonderful friendship. So, guys, I'm telling you, when you become a good conversationalist, it's all about being around people and just being better. You know, it's never about you and it's always about the other person becoming a very, very good listener and listening for key words. If someone has traveled before now. A lot of Thai women, they're not interested in prolonging uh, conversations, to be honest with you, because 
Well, let's just put it this way. If they prolong the conversation, if they don't want to speak, example, okay? I realized that this girl actually read uh, Paulo Coelho's The Alchemist, right? And I said, oh, my God, I've seen that you, uh, I, you read the book, and I have it in my picture. All she did was say, yeah. That means she is not interested. And, of course, this happened three years ago. I was like, oh, I see you're a racist, all this other stupid stuff. But anyways, <laughs> good times, man. I just love good times. So, anyways, um... So I hope you guys can take something from this because I do believe that this is very, very important. Again, there are different things uh, that you can ask someone. There are small, small talk. That's about the weather. Oh, bad weather, isn't it? That's, of course, you want the other person to agree and say, yeah, it's pretty bad. No one cares about the weather. Okay. Now, if the weather is very, very bad. Oh, then, okay, that's all good. But, yeah, some people come up to me, they ask me a question. Some people want to ask me for help. And I said, yeah, of course. You just go right over there and do this. And they realize that I'm just such a wonderful goddamn human being. And they say, can I get your number? And, of course, (laughs) I'm not going to deny them that. (laughs) Guys, I really do hope that you could take away something from this. Again, it's about exploiting the language. All right, so if someone, if you're talking to someone for the first time, if someone asks you a question, again, if someone asks me what do I do, it's over. I got them because they're going to be so intrigued by what I do. They're going to be like, oh, my God, you do so much. You're an inspiration. You're this, you're that. I've been getting that over the past probably week or so. Why? Because I've developed that PMA, the positive mental attitude. So if you guys want me to do a follow-up in terms of situations and stuff like that, I will. I'll probably use this as a YouTube video. Uh, This might be a more of an advanced video for, of course, uh, my ESL learners because I know some of you listen to this podcast. So, guys, as always, I hope you enjoyed this. If you guys have any questions, please tune in to the man, the main man. This is your boy. This is your host. Oh, my God. I was going to say this is your boy. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.